Welcome to part two of the Fullcaster Podcast, episode one with Casey Cook. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, so do Supernats. You had, you know, solid two years shifter, good showing, 15 and 16. Where are you at now? Where do you think you're going to head to? Yeah, so uh, after the success at Supernats, um, didn't really have any plans or any plans that actually came together. Uh, I took a one-year hiatus from carding. Um, needed to get the, uh, the finances back on track, make money, not spend it. So uh, let's fast forward to 2018, the 206 program, which was growing rapidly, um, some good grassroots racing, affordable, um, really competitive, lots of racecraft. Happened at Tri-C, yeah. Yeah, Tri-C. And so, I mean, that's kind of where it brought all, all of us together, you know. What actually started in uh, the, the Cal States Championship 2016. Actually, yeah. it, they actually ran the whole thing. Well, it started in 16. Yeah, all of 2016. It had but, some good spot late. Yeah, had, had a couple of guys. 2016, they did the Cal States deal with that. But, man, it blew up. I think they did a, uh, big, big races at the end of the year. I did the, the testing for VLR, and there were some 25. Is that 2017? 16. 16. 16. Okay. Yeah, because we the were last doing the two races on the VLR. Were the biggest. Yeah. He was on a VLR for both of those. I did the second ra- last race with. Saysman. The um, rental rocket. The rental rocket on an old ass <laughs> 2008 Burrell, I think it was. Anyways, it went from like five, three people, five, eight, and then, you know, last two races, 30. 25, 30. Yeah. Wow. And then. And that was eight, That was 16. And then 17, it was rolling. 17, yeah. We had another 30 cart field, pretty much. Well, and that was with, you had junior, pretty sure you had junior. You had, right but you had spec, you had senior, and you had masters. So you had, well, Masters started around. It was the started mixed. a little late. Yeah, yeah. Point is, 206 was killing it. Mm-hmm. And so, you didn't run it all in 17. No. Were you, so you were just working? Yeah, yeah. What were you doing at the time? Uh, I did a little bit of driver coaching here and there. Um, That's when it kind of started then? Or and then you... I think I did a few Super Series races, but it was just everything was yeah. sprinkled in. I was more focused on other stuff at that Making at money. That time, making money. Yeah. Paying bills rather than... Uh, Rather than spending it, so I didn't uh, really invest too much time into racing that year, kind of focusing on what the next step was, and um, that's when I started conversations with Dwayne Lawson, and he was he was already racing the 206 at that time in Wait, 2017. You were actually coaching him, I think, in 17? Well, yeah, so I basically started coaching him because he had a backup chassis, he had a backup motor. He said, hey, come, uh, come to the track with me, we'll put you in the cart, coach me. And um, I think that's what led to the start of the 2018 season. You met him during Super Series, though? Or? I met him, yeah, five years before that here at Super Series. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, we, you know, we always chatted. We were good friends. Uh, and But he had also was a huge part in my success with the shifter with Scusa. He was oh, really? a main that's sponsor. right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a main oh. sponsor. He contributed a lot of the support. That's um, when the... Destiny the Racing Destiny started, started. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. Destiny Racing, Destiny Innovations and Supply. Um, his company definitely helped the support. Uh, he believed in me. He gave me the opportunity. Um, we, you, you saw what we did with the, uh, th- that season, and uh, we kind of wanted to do something together where we were having fun. So I think the 206 program at Tri-C was no better place. Yeah, and he was already running in uh, spec. In seventeen, Dwayne, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Spec and Masters. I think he was doing two classes. I think classes. he was doing both. So he's he's running. Uh, Dwayne's already running Spec and Masters. We're talking two hundred six in uh, the VLR chassis yeah. uh, uh, from uh, RLV. That's the Spec package. 
and he's running that, but he wants to bring on he wants to he wants to go for a championship and he brings on one Casey. of the best in, one of the best in business, right? Casey Cook. So you so the seventeen seasons by the wayside, we come into which was Derek's first two oh six season. He again he said he had done the finale. Right. Um actually did you qualify on pole? Yeah. Yeah. He so did. Derek the next time I remember I, that for some reason. The, I wasn't I think, even involved. Yeah. Derek qualifies on pole in Andy Saisman's FTK. So <laughs> real quick, Andy Saisman starts this two oh six lounge basically mm-hmm. to get people involved. Uh Derek reminded me to tag all these people by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh and and he's getting new people in the game, but Derek, not new, if you will, but uh, definitely a shoe. He jumps in and obliterates but the, it, everybody it in was, the finale. It was, was like it? no it was second to last second race, last? but I did like half a session on Friday in the go kart. I'm like Andy, you mind if I jump in just to see what it. happens? He's like, yeah, yeah. And wrong gear. I'm like two or three teeth off. Cart's not getting full throttle, and I, uh, I'm like, all right, it's because it's a rental. Yeah, yeah. It's very strong. It, it, it sounds like fair. And uh, Taylor Jocelyn, who was the mechanic for that 206 lounge, loved working with him all day. That was awesome. And uh, the best part was, man, his his demeanor is just awesome. That was the best part. Taylor's demeanor, Taylor? yeah, he just never gets frantic. He'll get on the chip, but his voice doesn't get loud. He doesn't freak out or anything. So he composed. keeps his cool exactly. It's the way he officiates too. Yeah, yeah, actually. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, get in on pole. I think you're starting next to me. Nah. I'm pretty sure we we're starting Stop. side by side. No way. Yeah, we were. I don't think I qualified. Yeah, you did. We were starting. Yeah, it was one, two for like us. Like you didn't qualify? Like you... Well, I was doing tire testing and stuff, uh, too. Nah, okay. you definitely qualified. Well, what the mile apps well, thing. Anyways. This will be edited. We start, yeah. <laughs> we start one, two. Day goes on. Anyways, 18. You know, you're jumping in a two. Oh, spin- no, we're spinning ahead. So we're talking about you, and then we get done with what happened. We're not going to talk about it. Because we're going to have a Derek and Mike episode. That's true. Okay. So we're going to have a Derek and Mike episode. All right. Episode. So Anyways, I'm guessing that race didn't really it, end It did up not finish the way Derek wanted it to finish, no. is where we're going with that. But Started we go with Paul, though. We <laughs> yes. ended with that. No, I qualified ahead of Mike, race, that's a not few a other surprise. people. <laughs> because uh, that was still the <clears throat> group qualifying. Uh, so I was on my own. Anyways. Anyway, 10 laps to get into rhythm. <laughs> the reason why, the reason why I want to bring up 2018, is because all three gentlemen at this table, well, two gentlemen and me, at nice. this table, are on track. Cut to have some fun. Well, and we, and to be fair, it's not like we haven't been on track before, but this is the first time we were on track where quote it mattered, right? Yeah. So we're all on track. We're all in senior. I'm the defending champion in senior. Are you? I won it in 2017. Okay. Yeah. Derek was third in that championship. However, I went into 18 going for the Masters Championship because they lowered the weight, and I, flat out, I was fat. I did lose some weight, and I wasn't that bad at the beginning, to be fair. So, I mean, it's not like I had a, a disadvantage. Working like for that. senior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, you're in the ballpark. But the other thing is both Dirk and I are running for ROV, right? So we got good equipment. You got good equipment with uh, Destiny. Um, and it's like, okay. We're all buds. It was we we talked to man. we talked to each other all the time. We we help each other. It's like we all know each other's tricks and stuff like yeah. that. And I'll tell you right now, that was one of the toughest damn championships. I mean, I've I bagged out right. I quit. I quit one round early. <laughs> to I mean, I, I mean, 
Out of respect. Yeah, yeah. I think Co- there's that out respect, respect thing. I like yeah, that. Call, it, call her flop or flip. Uh, he pushed you to victory the whole season. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this last round. That last round I was a it. shit show. I I'll want tell to you make what. sure. She's it was a by Casey far hell of a season. Hell by of a far season. one of the most fun years of my life in racing. Just with you two cats, um, not when not on Grande Four with you. You're an idiot, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Just in one corner, I was pretty good everywhere else. Not, yeah, we were all like, "Stop holding this Contino. up! You have the fastest car." Even, even you started working on the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I started becoming his teammate. <laughs> but uh, but no, if you're for sure, as uh, as stressful as the year was, and uh, you know, you and I, all three of us at one point, going back and forth for points and whatnot. It was awesome that it was us three, oh, and it was fun. Not the most trustworthy group. At times, but it was definitely the most fun. Well, no. I mean, if you look at it, uh, we've done testing together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so we know the tricks God. of each other. We also have to start playing the game. Of like, I got to throw something at throw something at him that he's not going to expect. Add a character. Yeah. You got to do character. some add a character stuff. Right. Man, I taught you some of the damn tricks. Oh, dude. <laughs> it's the, not the quick lift, holding you on the outside, just just letting you hang out there. Dude. That's the big. That's uh, the mic was, move. You did that to me up here, and I'm like, I'm like. You're really gonna pull that shit on me right now. <laughs> you did that, yeah. Up yeah. Going into four, but you're really gonna pull that shit on me I right t- now. I tell you what, we'll, uh, we'll put a point on it because uh, we could. Yeah, we we could talk day. about that year all we day, go all day. Some of the most damn fun I've had with two, two of the two of the people I, I think the most of, and if we could do it all the time where it didn't, you know, we didn't have to spend any money, and it didn't matter what happened to the go kart. <laughs> oh, uh, you mean testing? Yeah. Oh, right. I would do it all yeah. the time. <laughs> I would do it all the time, and by testing. Casey and obviously I'm talking about sport car testing for Cal Speed, and uh, certainly some of the most fun the three of us have had mm-hmm. uh, in one day uh, on a regular basis is getting a chance to do some testing and stuff like that. You know that 2008 uh, 2018 season. Um, I really really appreciate racing with you guys. Um, I think it took us out of our comfort zones with each other. Yeah, hell yeah, and we did. experienced a different side. Uh, to our to our personalities and our character when we're in that competitive state, um, still being friends, but at the same time, showing that competitiveness and and kind of playing the head games. Not there gonna was, lie, there was some head games involved. Yeah, there and, was those funny moments where I'm like, just thinking about after scales came out in the cart, I'm like, is it okay to BS with Casey right now, or even Mike? Or is he pissed? Or yeah, or can I not? <laughs> yeah. say I actually hi. think the three of us probably handled it better than our car owners. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know I mean? so yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, Derek t- and I are sponsored by RLV, and and I'm uh, over here messing it up for you guys. Well, and we knew right out of the gate you're going to be one of the guys to beat, if not right. the guy to beat. And I don't like <laughs> Dwayne was not a huge fan. No, no, no. And to be fair, hey, I was being the whole pain in the ass. The whole Huff Camp Destiny yeah. raised me. was yeah, like, yeah. Ah, screw those guys. Yeah. And I'm like, I lost... yeah, screw them. I'll be right back. I'm going to go talk to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go hang out with them for a little bit. <laughs> I think a lot of lost, I lost a lot of likes on the Facebooks. From that. <laughs> yeah. But a hey, uh, big shout out to Dwayne Lawson. Come on. Destiny 100%. Racing. Hooking it up on the ride. Quite Josh a few years, man. For the uh, support. Um, that was, um, yeah, they put that whole program together for us to go racing and having a great time and some great laughs. And yeah. uh, you beat me in the championship, ultimately. Congratulations, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah it was, that was dude, awesome. Dude, to, to beat Casey and Avian is awesome, even yeah. if it is a BS test. Again, I finished beat, second. Yeah. yeah, yeah not there. Hey, you beat Mike Smith. So there is that. Yeah. You didn't run that day. <laughs> no, for sure. I got straight up beat. You guys straight up beat me. There's 100%. a story to every race, though, which was uh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, there definitely was. You know what I liked even better, though? It was the... 
championship that came down between us on the old track. Oh man, I thought that was even yeah, better. Yeah, you yeah. know. Well, the final race was the, the last finale race. Was so something else. Man. I didn't race, right? So like we're talking about. So I didn't run at all. I had wrapped up the Masters Championship that that the previous run, right? And I was gonna either finish third or fourth in the senior deal. So I said, "Piss on it! I'm gonna work with Derek, right? And we're gonna make sure we can beat Casey. Casey, that's how good you are, and your team is. That we need it. Hey." I'm gonna let's pull I'll all the focus. resources, yeah, and focus on sure. this thing. Not like the equipment's not good, but maybe another, you know, head on of the skin, whatever. So yeah. we're gonna get after it, make things happen. And it was we had we had David Vasquez was there, I think. Vasquez, we had that Elijah. was the race that uh, my front bumper got ripped off by your back bumper. No rear, no. Yeah. rear mate. Your your no, rear, yeah, it was my, ironic. Rear, my rear got by ripped my off front. by your yeah. front. Yeah, it was ironic because that same thing had happened earlier in the season. Or earlier in the day. Was it the same day? It was a different... It was earlier in the year. Because your rear bumper, Dirk, you, yours yours had popped off. No, no. My uh, my valve stem. Oh, valve so, so this is what... Oh this is. God. I was like, he did it on purpose. I <laughs> yeah, swear to God, he, he did it so, on purpose. He, was he ripped so my rear bumper off of his front bumper. This. You guys he can't sl- talk over each other, by the way. Yeah, slid it right <laughs> in there, ripped it off, and I was like, you know what? That is payback for when I put my front bumper oh, inside his rear rim. I told him uh, you and I were practicing how to practice... How to rip off bumpers that's, and it worked. That's 100 percent what it was. Yeah. So, it wasn't a bumper earlier. It was earlier in the year. Bumps. You guys are racing hard. Yeah. And your bumper, your ends up snagging. He goes to Casey's. You. Casey's bumper snags your valve stem. You go flat. Yeah. You go piss off. You're done. Yeah. And we're talking like for the lead. I'm pretty this sure. This is the no no. This is the third, second or third race, and it's like we're like uh, fifth or sixth. No, no, it's yeah. And Mike is going no, away. But actually, it's like uh, some of the VLR, other VLR drivers in on there. Mike Hendricks is down here. Yeah. So the top three just got that much harder to be in, and we come out of horseshoe, and we're actually fifth and sixth. The top two guys in the points, fifth and sixth. And um, I'm like, okay, could, like let's just go, trying to make up some, both of us make up some points here, <laughs> and I open it up for carousel. What happens? I just see this blue nose, this blue nose come in, and then my attire goes flat. Yeah. But credit where credits due, Casey was not happy. He felt terrible. Yeah. He for sure felt like. Well, crap. we come out of um, horse or carousel, and I look back, and you start slowing down, and I saw you look brrr. back at the tire, and I start slamming my wheel like, God damn it! Yeah. I just did that to my friend, my homie. Exactly. Sure, and yeah. I didn't want it to happen. That's not intentional at all. At that but point, I also I- felt like I was in there. <laughs> and I oh, didn't yeah. think I was deemed a, a race penalty, which you know we went and talked to the race I director. I even went and fought for him. Yeah, he it. went and fought me. He's like, no. hey, you know, he was in there, and uh, whoever was race director at the time was, well, no, we didn't see it that way, so they still gave me a penalty. Yeah. But regardless. Um, Either way, I walked away it was, it was last race, and Not it was payback. Race. No, guaranteed. I, nice. <laughs> as soon as I heard the... <laughs> Come out of that tire. I'm like bumper. I'll I'm tell you right now. Nobody, nobody questioned. <laughs> nobody questioned Derek's ability to hear the that pounds per square inch. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna give both you guys massive, massive credit because no, at the end of the day, no, definitely a ton of fun. No, you get nothing <laughs> because both you guys are getting the credit. I mean, the way you guys handled both things those that year. I was absolutely playing a, a third fiddle, and you guys were the freaking best. Uh, myself and Riley Dugan were also right there. We had uh, Drew Zeller in fifth, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were hanging out against the the two best in the business right there at the time. We had other cats come in there and play, but you guys were it. And I'll tell you right now, Dirk, you won the championship. Uh, Casey, 
uh, that finale was that that last main. That, that was main, an awesome drive, man. Which fifteenth to first, which last you lap. absolutely should not have gotten that win because of that cut, cut track. track. But you anyway, we're going to move on to the uh, the next thing. Well, so, nope. it was legal then. It should be legal now. Here, oh, I love oh, it. Consist- full circle. Consist- full circle. Consist- okay. Like it. All right. <laughs> we're going to move on. on, though. So yeah. real quick, though, because we're going to move on from uh, what we're doing uh, in karting here in your career here, you did get a chance to get back in the seat mm-hmm. here in 2020. I don't think... Did you do anything in 2019? What did you do in 2019? Um, actually, the, the only stuff I did in 2019, I think I did a couple one-off races... But also the uh, Lucas Oil scholarship right. shootout. Uh, so, we'll get we'll get back to that. I want to get into car stuff. That was the only racing I did. Yeah, though. not nothing in karting until this year. Nothing in karting. So at the Tricy opener, he's the surprise uh, guest to the full circle right 2014. there. 2014. Steve Dzinski, KA. Yeah. So you're getting back in the seat of a KA. You're getting back in a go kart after a year off. You got to be stoked. Super stoked. Uh, last minute, nothing planned. We literally put that go-kart together Thursday night before Saturday uh, on a chassis that hadn't been driven in maybe five years, four nah, years. That's it's a Tony kart. It's fine. Well, yeah, last Punch we heard, it. it was bent. I was like, all right, whatever. Put it together. Let's yeah. try it out. We were it's actually, we, we were actually doing that week it's been before. Your life. <laughs> I had coaching that Sunday after tri So we were actually putting. Let me get this straight. We're going to go race on Saturday, and I got to go to work on Saturday, uh, Sunday, Sunday. Again. and then work again well, on Monday. Well, no, so. we had no uh, plans to race. It was all about putting a leopard on that Tony cart. We put the whole thing together. We plumb it, and it's like, all right. And the leopard, How did the the conversation, leopard was for coaching. For coaching, yeah. yes. We had no intentions of running KA. How the conversation came up was, hey, remember 2014, all those good times we had, me and nice. Steve? Wow. He's like, yeah. You I know, I got it. an extra KA. I was like, yeah, is it fast? He's like, yeah, it's pretty quick. All right, hold on. You didn't ask about the chassis, though, did you? Uh-uh. No, we can drive around <laughs> that. We can drive around that. Motor needs a little bit of love, though. Right, right. So um, a few phone calls to make sure I could get Saturday off from work, check my, my budget, make sure it's okay with the girlfriend. Make and bad decisions. And we ripped off the whole entire Leopard engine, put the KA on, morning warm-up, first time to hit the track. I love it. I love it. Problems out the gate the whole day. I know. It was not good. It had good. to work out bugs. It was not good. But I'll tell you what, that main, you're rolling. Yeah. You're rolling. Yeah. yeah. Well, so first heat, uh, we qualified like dog shit. Dog crap. Nope. Shit's fine. And uh, <laughs> we- uh, No shit? Yeah. We ended up we ended up uh, in, in the crap in the middle of the pack going into turn one in the There was a decent heat. amount of drivers there at the day, too. There was nah, 18. Solid. Yeah. There was 18. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah. a big group. So uh, going into- rolling. Turn one, and some dude just sends it up into the mar- through the marbles on the inside, takes out, like, fourth row. And yep. I put my hand up, and the guy behind me doesn't understand what a hand up means, puts me into the crap, and I ended up hurting both my arms and bent up the whole cart. So we started last, fixed the cart up. Second heat race went from 18th to 11th. The main event went from 11th to 6th on the first lap, and then the gas tank <laughs> came undone. Yeah. That's no excuse. Yeah, That's so what, sorry. what lap? Two. Lap three, yeah. Yeah, so we were rolling. We finished sixth, but uh, was it how we wanted to start the season? Um, we were expecting these bugs. We were expecting yeah, for sure. to, to, to try to get rid of all the motor problems that we had with carb issues, uh, chassis issues. I think we still came out of that day better than what we should have. Yeah, so uh, I didn't have good equipment. That sucks for all you guys. <laughs> you right, yeah, coronavirus. Yeah. So. I'll tell you what. I've had uh, off equipment. It's tough. Yeah. The, the car, it, in the four-stroke, we joke about it, but it's true. In the four-stroke, you don't have to have the 
you know, the you tip can drive top. around enough stuff. With that. Yeah, yeah, you almost need soft is well, not bad because you you don't want too much grip. The mm-hmm. you don't need more or less grip, if you will. You need the chassis to work, mm-hmm. and if it don't work right because it's noodling, you got yeah. a problem. And you and, can't do nothing about that. Nah, no, nah, you can't. And I, um, we're gonna. But we're, full disclaimer, that Tony Kart chassis that might it's for be sale. Ancient, it's not for sale. Oh, it's man. not noodling. We got that thing rolling. Watch out. Oh. Watch out. Come on. Round two in like it. a year. Is it yeah. still? Whenever, <laughs> exactly. Whenever, it, whenever round two comes. Oh, don't do that to me. A lot What's of confidence that? in that camp right now. We got multiple chassis Are you to kidding test. me? No, no we're, we're going to be rolling. We're going to take, what is it? Maybe I say three or five seconds serious. We're going to take about maybe one minute, whatever. Huge shout out to Jasinski. Yeah, because He's that's how so that's how stuff the guy across the table from me, Casey Cook, has gotten his role. That's how Derek did. That's how Derek yeah. did it. It's how Robbie Stanovich with his dad mm-hmm. got that thing rolling. Uh, Drew Zeller, uh, Riley Dugan, guys. Riley Dugan. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, guys, help me out. What about us? Uh, what about the award? Oh, the, the sportsmanship. Calvin, the Calvin, Miles, uh, Miles, and, and, and Logan Calvin. And then last year, you got the Jerry Flores. Or no, no, Jerry Henderson. Oh, well, Sorry. I want, yeah, I was gonna put that at the end, but come on. Yeah, I mean. Jerry Henderson. Jasinski's been there for a lot of people uh, to get their stuff started, to 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 give them a deal, and and make make stuff happen. And, and talking about just grassroots carding, yeah, and getting getting butts and seats and new butts, not sport carts, right? right but that that's Calspeed's job, right? No, getting a chance to go out there and play, getting out there and chance to prove yourself. Steve Jasinski's given people an opportunity. Here's the equipment. Maybe you figure out how to fund it, Derek. You've done right. your done your job or whatever. We, you know, got get your sponsorships, getting your partnerships, but give them the opportunity to go show that you know what, guys. I know what the hell I'm doing behind the wheel. I am a wheel man, and I can make shit happen. Steve Steve Jasinski is also a wheel man. I think oh. he's really come into form the last couple of years. Man. He asked me to coach he's him like, the other day, and hey, I said, "On what? I can't coach you. You <laughs> no. already know everything, no. man. You it's decision making at this point. You are fast. I'm looking forward You're to one Steve Jasinski episode." Drivers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that Steve Jasinski, he's on the list. For no, sure. these these the last two years have been awesome for him. We're gonna do it. Uh, what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna talk about Casey's favorite carding story. It's gonna have to go back to Sodi World Series 2014, Le Mans, France. Nice with Darren Mercer. There, there's so many stories I could name, and that that are close to close to that experience. But if I was to pick one. Um, at that time, being elected, you know, one of two Americans, one of four Americans or whatever it was to compete in the Saudi World Series, me and Darren Mercer from CalSpeed also, he, uh, me and him, we actually raised a bunch of money. We started a GoFundMe and we were blown away by how much support we had got from our fellow racers, our peers, our family, our friends. And we earned enough money to go to France, pay for our plane tickets Rob Niles and Calspeed Carding and Mike, they all chipped in on uh, half of the entry fee, I think, or, or the entry fee itself. Um, they made it happen. So going over there was an experience because I've never been out of the country, one. Uh, but two, getting to compete in a international world championship where there's 20 other countries, right, being represented. And at a cart track that I've never ever seen in my life which was you know top notch yeah grass everywhere on the outsides of the tracks they had concrete garages a hell of a facility the track was super technical 
really just it was it was top top level so it, and the weather was perfect yeah 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 we're getting <laughs> to that the weather was uh wet. makes me happy super i turned wet. down going i'm super, super happy they, yeah. they invited me i'm like nah, I, nah. I, mm, i'm okay you're, you're derek's derek's over here going you know what you should take casey cook and darren Mercer. <laughs> yeah. That's what you should do. yeah good job it was there. me and logan calvin originally oh, it, so geez. so for those of you that don't know at that time i had only raced uh, rental carts and uh, Calspe does not run their rental carts in the rain. So when Smart. me and Darren end up having to drive rental carts on slicks in the rain, it's brand new. We're virgins. We had yeah. no idea what to do. Thankfully, we had paired up with the Brits who knew a lot about driving in the rain. So they shed a lot of light on us. Our Just first curious, race out there. Yeah. Was it any of the Brits that you later met at Grands? Um, no. Okay. No. Gotcha. Piers Pryor was one of them that I still stay in contact with, but he's never come over this way. Uh, real, real cool chap though. Um, <laughs> like he'll appreciate you, you saying chap. Yeah. yeah. That was good. <laughs> He'd appreciate it too. Uh, but yeah, they shed some light on what to do. Um, and I didn't know this at the time and I'm sure all of you that are listening understand that in the rain, you do not drive on the racing line. You drive off the racing line, find the grip somewhere else. Right. And we didn't know this. So our first sessions out were terrible. We were spitting out. We were off into the grass. It was not good. But we figured it out. We adapted. We learned. And I ended up finding the podium multiple times that weekend in the rain in a setting that was very intense. And aside from the racing and all the success that we found on track and just having a good time with meeting other people from other cultures and different countries and getting to kind of BS with them, experiencing France itself and Le Mans and the people there trying to learn a different language, even though we butchered their language <laughs> very badly, they still appreciated it. So we got to go have some drinks with the rest of the crew and we had some good times kind of exploring uh, the, uh, the wilderness out there and uh, <laughs> eating Pringles. And, you know, it was, it was a good time. Jeez. Very good time. So who was, because uh, there's a ton of different personalities, especially when you got a bunch of different countries. Who was the one country that America had it in for that weekend? You, um, as in you uh, and Derek Mercer. America had it in for, or people had it in for America? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We were, we were <laughs> yeah, two right. people <laughs> out of 80 you from 20 different make, countries, right? So right. Can't make a lot of enemies, I think. Yeah, yeah, we have not a lot of people liked us, I, I could tell, at least from how they raced us. Um, but it seemed like... Uh, the biggest rivals for the weekend. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't say. I don't want to call out any country-specific Italy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for whatever reason, this one Italian guy just kept gunning for me. Oh, he really? kept hitting me off track. I was not It was happy. his vision. That's all it was. Most likely. <laughs> nice. uh, all right. So we talked about carding the entire episode because it is the carding conversation here. But let's talk about some other racing. You, uh, I know lately you did some uh, open-wheel stuff. We'll get to that in a second. Have you done anything outside of carding? Uh, that you want to share? Once upon a time, I don't know, maybe <laughs> 2014, 2015, somewhere around there, I went to Ventura Raceway, and it's a, a circle track, dirt, oval. Um, got to race, I don't know, what did they call it, mini stocks or hobby stocks, but it was in a Pinto. Nice. So, um, Stole a car? St- <laughs> Stole a car? Probably. It, when yeah. you're in the seat, are you thinking back to 11-year-old you? And uh, the sprint world? car? No, no. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Or the, yeah, go-kart world or the sprint car? It came natural. Yeah, my, I mean, driving on the edge of a tire, driving on the edge of grip is something that's kind of 
yeah, a, a lot to do with how we're driving, right? right. We, we have to, to be fast. We've got to drive on that limit, on that edge. So you're constantly past that edge. So to drive sideways past that limit constantly is a lot of fun. But now you're in an underpowered Pinto that has a bus driving wheel where when you have to go into the corner what and it starts going sideways, <laughs> you're doing hand over it's hand. It's a bluebird, obviously. You're doing, you're doing nine and three hand over hand until you get your counter steer. And then when you start to come back out of the corner, hand in, hand over hand, back to straight. So instead of like in a sprint car, you're probably turning in, you know, 45, 50 degrees God. back the other way, counter you're, steer. You're not grabbing. Not crossing your arms. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're sitting there bus driving. You got a big wheel. And you're turning that steering wheel. You got the knob on it. Into, yeah. <laughs> I felt like that would have helped. Yeah. But, you know, and then we we're there at the same night that the sprint cars were there. So they're laying these huge ruts. And now I got this underpowered car dropping the right rear in these huge ruts. Wow. Dig it in and really wanting hard. to just send it around. So now you're speeding up your hand over hand, trying to catch it. And I needed some more laps until I blew the engine. Whoever set the timing on that thing. Definitely messed up. Yeah, well, they maybe weren't expecting case of kick to be behind the wheel there. Halfway it. decent, yeah. <laughs> Full set. I was flooring it. But that must have been nice, though, to, I mean... It was cool. Jumping in a... I got some heat races in, went through most of the main. Yeah, jumping door in door. Ju- jumping in something, though, that you're not used to. First car experience. Yeah, first car experience. You're like, you know what? It's not overwhelming because it's not fast. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. you, you had an idea of what was going on, honestly, because of the the go-kart world yeah because yeah. you know what that was actually right around the same time i got to drive al Camano's corvette you i was, was gonna ask you about that scca t1 class corvette oh, right. the, the race team that. the race team uh, no it wasn't the race team this no. is something my different neighbor. this is like your buddy or something it was right? my neighbor yeah and so he always he's had he, he has an indy car man he has <laughs> um this corvette that he was racing in scca and he's like yeah come race come we'll come drive it and so we went out to butt willow and you know how to shift? I was like, no, I haven't driven a stick shift car yet. Oh, go mess around in the in the uh, in the pits, figure out how to take off. It doesn't have first gear. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Actually, it probably helped you. But it was fine. I I, was, I I knew how to shift. I had a good idea of what to do. Um, I got out to the track and I did like three thirty minute sessions that day and I ended up beating his time by the end of the day. Who had? Wow. He had already had a whole season in that car. Well, yeah. So. Yeah, the owner of it. <laughs> Man. Um, I, oh, you... I wheel hopped it a few times, not matching revs, which was awesome. Super crossed up going into uh, Phil Hill. You driving wow. a what? A Corvette. Corvette what? Uh, C six, I think. C six. Stop. Yeah. I'll but no, you. it was. Yeah, he he was impressed. I was impressed. I didn't. I didn't know how to really. I never driven a stick shift car before. I didn't I manual car. After hearing the I wasn't. Heel t- I was not heel toeing though. I, uh, just to yeah, let well, you that know. was part of your heel. It was terrible. Heel- There's another twenty seconds out there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, let's uh, let's fast forward here. Lucas Oil, getting a chance to drive the car. All right, that's badass. Okay, getting a chance to go play. You did it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You did it at uh, Laguna Seca first. You got it. Scholarship shootout at Sebring. That just happened. Yeah. That's pretty badass, mate. <laughs> As an old man, that's pretty That's pretty badass, bro. Did you have your beard when you went there, though? Because that's oh, at least 10 years. That's no, it. no. Actually, I was make sure, you... I made sure I was clean cut. I shaved nice. it all off. Oh, good thing. Because I knew the age was going to hurt me. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah, you yeah. wear glasses? <laughs> no. Good. You don't even need them. <laughs> I'm just making I sure. I left my cane Spectacles? at home, too. <laughs> yeah. No, jeez. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, because I'll, Derek over here, he looks about 80. Yeah. 
No, he doesn't. It ain't going well for me around yeah. here. But if he shaves, it's like 70 years off his life. When I just trim it, Mike's like, God, you look so much younger. Yeah. I'm like, well, Jesus, thanks for being <laughs> kind about it. All right, so anyways, you go and do this, the Sebring gig, and all jokes aside, you are, quote, the elder statesman of right. the group. You're you're 28, I think you are, on the, the sheets, it says. Yes. But most of these cats are teenagers to early 20s, right? So... Anyways, so you're you're out there, you're getting stuff done. Uh, look, you're going to a deal where you 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 have to know you're 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 not the you're not the target, right? You're not the guy everybody's looking for, uh, age wise, like right out of the gate. Uh-huh. It's you're you're not the guy. You're in the upper twenties. If I'm gonna put any money in uh, in a cat as a team owner, probably not gonna be in the upper twenties. Never mind however much money you can bring to the table. Yeah, that's the other but big part. How can you drive? Mm-hmm. So, Sebring, everyone. He's at Sebring, which is the smoothest track mm-hmm. with the most consistent surface you could possibly find. They didn't know they had ledges at that track. Ledges. Oh, ledges and, in and the track surface. It, it didn't even, it was, no, it was raining. Yeah, wasn't it was it? raining. Hard. It was raining. Yeah, but, not, but not even consistently. Uh, it was always changing track conditions. Exactly. So actually, one of the sessions started super wet, ended up dry by the end, and one session started dry, ended up full wet. So and, challenging and, all, all, and all day. And you've been in the car before at Laguna. Laguna, yeah. That's, at, in good conditions at the time? Yeah, fantastic okay. conditions. Yeah, so if we go back to the Laguna, I had to enroll in the basic school. Not the advanced school. This and is, so, uh, once again, it's, uh, sorry, it's Lucas Oil Racing School. Racing school. Yeah. But your first and time so in the car, what, they make you take that. Yeah, they make you, well, you know, they, they were going to let me do the advanced class based off my experience. And in the advanced course, there's a lot more time to lapping sessions where you get to 30 minutes to plug away at laps. The basic school is actually, is, is actually more about the basics. So you'll do one part of the track at a time. Um, you're going to do lead follows. You're only, you're only going as fast as the guy in front of you, right? Yeah. Until the final day where their last session, you actually get to stretch your legs. So the seat time wasn't there. I didn't get to push the car as hard as I want or figure out the car as much as I'd liked. But I had done Sebring advanced course before the shootout, two weeks before the shootout, which allowed me to push the car more. The difference is, is when we did the shootout, we did it on the separate part of the track. We did it on the back half of the track for uh, the course, for the advanced course. That's how we they get you. I was yep. going to say, good thinking on them, though. Which is good. Yeah, it's fantastic for the people who have not ran those cars at that track yet. No, it's fantastic for business, actually. Yeah, for, for the business. <laughs> but it's also fantastic for the drivers that have competed in their race series prior to that. So another unfortunate um, yeah, circumstance was... There's people who already got seat time in those cars the whole season prior in their race series that right. were allowed to do the shootout, and they had gotten seat time at Sebring already. So it wasn't a level playing field as much as it would sound like, but that was also a challenge. It was something that I needed to adapt to. So, um, yeah, it was a great experience. Sebring in the wet, your hands are full. It's a different type of magic. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's probably one of the best experiences I've had. But, um, yeah, the shootout just didn't go the way it should have, and I wanted it to. Just to talk, talk about the track for a second. In the wet and in the dry, mm-hmm. both conditions, what was uh, the toughest corner you thought? 
Well, because we only ran half the track. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I could I could point this out. Uh, turn one, turn one has ledges, literally like four inch drops in pavement surface. Is this on racing line? On the racing line, and now you throw. It's just character. It's just character, yeah, without a <laughs> doubt. And then when it's in the dry, you're doing these quick counter steers to to you stay know, ahead dance, of it, dance in the car, yeah, and you're letting it drive all the way out to the curb on the exit where there's a huge ledge into the dirt. Wow. Now let's go back to the rain. Now we have hydroplaning dropping into a ledge, into more hydroplaning, and so you are dancing the car a hell of a lot more. So no and matter, you're also doing like 80 or 90 miles per hour sideways. So no matter what, turn one was tough. Turn one was probably the sketchiest. We're not doing the regular final turn, which everybody knows you're going from... Sunset. Yeah, sunset, top gear, top speed, into a braking um, slight right-hander. Right. Where the car is probably loading up in the front and you're losing the rear constantly. We had Decent a... amount of weight transfer. We didn't, we didn't run that configuration. We went straight down gears into a right-hand turn, kind of like a, a semi-hairpin onto the straightaway. So turn one was the trickiest with the uh, configuration that we were running. Yeah. So it was, it, our hands were full around the whole track. Right. Off-camber turns, uh, two different surfaces. Then you had the ledges. Then you had the uh, the rain. So well, it had its not, challenges. It's not like the – I mean, you mentioned the off-camber. It's not like it's big, right? It's – Slight enough. Before and the back straightaway it is huge off camber, and you go from turn really? in on concrete to asphalt through the rest of the corner. It's basically the cow speed of. Uh, I was going to make that joke, but without I kind of didn't want it. Without the the airplanes landing yeah. on it, right? And and, uh, and and weight transfer, man, which actually affects those cars huge, massive. Well, I you don't actually s- spun out. Yeah. <laughs> I spun out into turn one, full three sixty. Kept rolling, best save ever. Did you do this right after <laughs> I it? Should have coming out with you the spitty. But I got a compliment from one of the uh, the coaches that was sitting trackside in that corner. He said, "You spun out. You know why?" I said, "Yes, I loaded up the front too much, put too much wheel into it, lost the rear end, didn't catch it." Yes, but that was an awesome save. I was like, "Yeah, cheers." I've got to say that test days are an absolute blast uh we've gotten a chance to do it so getting a chance to uh to go out there in the sport carts with kc is a is a really good time um Kinda. aside aside from the test days, and guys the reason why the test is so fun for those of you guys listening at home we just get a it's a sport car go go to calspeedcarting.com check out the car you can see it's got a full wraparound bumper we're 50 miles an hour ish at our top speed our average is 30 something yeah and it just dice you just go racing. You You're can't... around each other the whole time, yeah. just racing. It's you lean speed... on each other a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the you... speed ain't the thing that draws no. you in. It's the racing, just like... like the 206. Anyway, these are the carts we're using, and to when we talk about testing, we're talking about making these carts close and getting a chance to roll with Casey Cook. Yeah, man, definitely. It's a good time. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, but when Casey's on tractor and testing, the mentality changes. Every <laughs> lap is a championship battle <laughs> for you. Every no, no, no. lap, every lap is the last lap. Oh, oh my wow, god, yeah. that is true. <laughs> well, and, and I, don't, I don't think that's just with me on track. I think you guys could be t- testing with Darren. Oh yeah, and you know, we're doing comparison testing. It's, we're not messing around the whole time. Yeah. We're trying to make no. These we're actually carts, racing. Yeah, and we're trying to make these carts as 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 can even as go, possible. Can you go racing in this piece yeah. of piece of business? And right to here. do that, mm-hmm. you got to go racing. Yeah. So we go out there and we have ourselves a good time yeah. while we're doing it. And I think that some of us make make more realistic 
moves. I yeah, I was about others. to say maybe uh, Casey just does the, the old school aiming BS that you would back when he was racing yeah, super. Yeah, nah, nah. Maybe that's it. No, no C main. Oh, all right. That now, makes a more main sense. Is subtle. <laughs> B- a main is subtle. B and a half main. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's still tire marks out there from when uh, you sent Mike into the S's. Oh. <laughs> there's still actually tire marks on the track there. Yeah, I don't recall. So uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't either. No, we, yeah, real <laughs> I would quick, definitely draw that out. Real quick, testing stories. We're gonna go ahead and pull that one out because it's brilliant. We we test. We go back and forth. We go racing. Casey made a move late into the S's. I think we we're doing um, counterclockwise. Oh, it goes it go either way. Anyway, it goes. Uh, we're going counterclockwise. Going to the S's. I think it's Classico counter. It might be Technico, but I think it's Classico counter. Doesn't matter. We're going to the S's backwards. Casey makes the last. Last, last ditch move into uh, into S's. It's not a bad move. It's just last. I was really confident in your peripheral vision. He was very confident. And the good news is my, my peripheral vision is phenomenal. <laughs> Hashtag vision. Killed it. I was brilliant on the vision. I was so good on the vision, and I saw him coming. The thing is, is that it was so late. He went, <laughs> he went over the curb on the entry. Which, whether he liked it or not, that meant he was going directly into the side of me. Whether, two wheels on the black. No, you were two wheels on the black, sir. You were 100% legal, legal at that point until and, the contact and 100%, happened. 100% stupid. And, and I'll tell you right <laughs> Where'd now. Where'd you end up? I'll tell you right now. Well, I was going to say, Casey made the corner. And you know what? Derek made the corner. Oh, I made it just fine. I capitalized. Darren made the corner. <laughs> do you know? Do you know who didn't make the corner? I think it was the guy who got target fixated on the tires. It was probably oh, that, yeah. That's brilliant. Hashtag vision. Hashtag <laughs> vision. If you wouldn't have looked at the tires, you would have made it. Made the corner. You would have made the next apex, 100%. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> the I'm cart, I totally the took cart, him out, guys. The cart smacking <laughs> the side of you had nah, nothing to do with it. Nah. So I turned into the corner. So and it, part of it is I, have a, I had a bad habit of trying to hold the outside. Back when Casey was you testing. You still do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've even tried to do it with the competition cart and lost. Oh God, I have to time. really change the switch on that it, one. Yeah, so <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, I like to hold the outside, and I tried it. Uh, in honesty, Casey was never supposed to be there, but no. it's testing, so piss on it. Let's go Why for not? it. He did. He went over the curb. He hit my nose. I was heading straight for the bloody tires. Locked it up and left two big <laughs> black streaks all the way, and just kissed. The tires at the end. Barely. This and, is probably two years ago now. Oh, uh, maybe three now. And the tire, the the marks are still there. No, they're not. I think they are. Get out of here. But anyway, I all but pissed myself. Let's take a break. Because Let's I go thought check. We were gonna, so yeah, no, right. so uh, it, it was craziness. And I stopped. Like, wow, man, that was close. And all I see around me is a Casey, a Derek, and a Darren over themselves laughing <laughs> they can't stop laughing because they just well casey just took out me and everybody else is just loving the it hell out awesome of it. Man. yeah that's basically testing one-on-one here at caspi karting and sport karts yeah we gotta see we gotta see how the carts wreck too right nice yeah, we <laughs> yeah. test everything there's no, a crash test dummy part yeah, yeah it was good times and you know that's one of dozens of stories and multiple dozens. yeah I, I did the testing back with cameron jocelyn and T.A. and Patrick, too, and you, and then Darren and, and Derek. and I came into it later, yeah. Man, some of the best racing that I've been a part of. You know, so, so, try new so stuff. Try new stuff, absolutely. So, obviously, yeah, uh, testing uh, a, good, a good damn time. 
for uh, all three of us. And uh, we do it right now with Darren, and it's still a good time. Very much um, so. It's a different kind of good time because he's a little more, I don't know, real. Casey, <laughs> Casey was throughout like the... God, that would never happen. Tag like World Championship pass <laughs> yeah. for the $10,000 purse. Exactly. Here comes Casey Cook up the inside. <laughs> and there goes Mike Smith <laughs> into the yeah, tires. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it, All right. Well, Casey, Dirk had one of these questions you want to throw at you. Um, is there a particular uh, uh, piece that you wish lasted longer or that you got a chance to do for more, either whether it be to get a particular result or you just enjoyed it more? Is there any particular facet that you wish last longer? All of them. The, the only reason I say that is because I think with the pressure of the age that I started at being a little bit behind um, as far as age being a factor and when I got started in starting racing late, yeah. yeah, and trying to progress as fast as possible to make sure that I didn't end up an old man still trying to be a race car driver um that's um that's probably has a lot to do with um me progressing out of each class so quickly right if i didn't have the mindset of trying to make a race career happen i think i would have probably spent more time in each class so, everything was definitely a hurry up program with you and honestly yeah. same with me just three years behind in, in terms of age and you're probably the reason i had so much a, a fire under my ass yeah because i'm like Casey's moving up. It's probably a good idea to yeah. do so too. I don't know if I really stopped and smelled the roses on the, along the way. Well, right. I actually I tried to. That's a huge point because I remember when we, you and I, started talking uh, early. You were like, "I need to go. I need to go." Mm-hmm. You know, and when you started, it was mid twenties, and it's like I need to get going because I'm. I you knew you're old yep. already at the point. Um, so you, you're 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 grabbing gears, you know, figuratively and and actually, but you're you're grabbing gears, moving on. You, why you you wish maybe you spent more time in each individual one for different reasons? Is there one that maybe you like more than the others for different reasons? There, maybe? there's a couple of them that I like more than others uh, for different reasons. Shifters, there's a lot going on. You're constantly busy. Your mind's constantly working. The physical aspect of it really challenges you. But then if you look at racecraft, it wasn't really all there. Unless you went to 206s. Right. I mean, the tag stuff, it was there, but it wasn't like the 206 stuff. Or it wasn't like I could probably I could probably put the 206 and Super Series stuff in the same boat as far as racecraft. Yeah. If I'm looking for racecraft, I know where to go. If I'm looking for using all of my ability and all my skills and trying to get the most out of what I'm able to possess as a driver... That's probably going to be shifters. I'm worrying about what gear I need to be in, what gear I'm dropping down to, still remembering the race line, still working on racecraft, but now we've got mono-to-mono battles, you know, one-on-one versus get passed by five people if you make a mistake. So I think the four-stroke stuff, momentum-based racing, I would, I'd do that all day. I all think the day. racing is what you're more attracted to for yeah, them then. I but, mean, the driving, you'll you'll go towards the faster stuff. Yeah, the shifter challenged me. The sh- um, I'm not saying that the 206 didn't challenge me. What challenged me was the racecraft. It wasn't about right. putting down a fast lap. I could do that, right? I could get the most out of my equipment. Getting the most out of your, out of your equipment consistently in a shifter is a different type of challenge. Now put now put 20 other go karts next to you. Can you still do? You know, can well, you still possess that same shit. skill level? And then 20 laps together. 20 laps to 206 is easy. 
Yeah. That's no cake, right? I mean, yeah, 20, a shifter 20, 20, is going to be a little laps in a shifter is... Yeah, let's, let's give a shout out to... It just, it's, it's to all you guys racing shifters, guys. You yeah. guys are... You guys You're are driving studs. With, driving with one studs. hand for a whole main event. Yeah. And we're going to give an added shout out to, to one particular driver who won here at Cal Speed at Challenge in the Dark. Jake French. French. Who's that? Come on, son. Yeah, I, I, was, I was the flagger for, um, I've been the flagger for Challenge of the Americas the past couple of years, and I couldn't even see them. The only thing I could see from those go-karts uh, during the final on Sunday when the lights were out because of our delay was the, the, the black light. The Micron? Of the Micron. That was badass. And the sparks. Oh, that was awesome. The sparks going into turn one and a few other corners under braking when the cart was loaded up and mm-hmm. you'd see the sparks underneath. So, well, shout out to every single driver that raced um, in the KA class and the senior class and the in the in the shifter class. Hats off to you guys. But Jake French, if you guys looked at his consistency on Come his on. laps, that was legit. Woo! That that yeah. You that. would think this is his home track. Wow, <laughs> honestly, man. What he was saying was basically driving by Braille. We said. Uh, right, driving yeah. off the bumps. Uh, I mean, I think we've. I There's think no we've bumps dri- here anyway. I, I think we've driven at, at those times a day, but you know those speeds. Wow, and right. staying yeah, that yeah. calculated. Bad yeah. props, French. No, huge good job for huge. sure. Yeah, and I think that's that's really saying uh, what he's able to do. But uh, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, racecraft. Maybe you go slower to do it. What you can do as a driver, maybe you got to go a little faster to do it. For sure, Casey. I think all of us. And any driver listening can uh, can respond to this question, but I think all of us have, uh, you know, we started out karting with the pursuit of being a race car driver. I don't care who you are. That was definitely a, a, a thought at one time, or at least a goal. What do you think your missed moment was? I know I had I had one. I'm damn sure Mike had one. What do you think your missed moment was of getting out of karts, or at least moving up in karts and going to cars or that t- transition phase? Uh, missed moment as in... That the opportunity that might have slipped away or I didn't capitalize on. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to think it hasn't happened yet. Right. <laughs> I'd yeah, like to think it fair. was in the future. And yeah, if it does happen in the future, hopefully I can capitalize on it. But um, probably the shootout. I think that was probably the hugest opportunity to make the transition from go karting to cars. If I was going to make make it at a professional level. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think any of the championships I finished in second on the last lap or the last race had anything to do with me moving up the next year because the right people saw the right talent, and um, I'm very appreciative of that. So I don't think there's any missed opportunities. I think those were all, uh, those were all necessary for me to learn and go through. Dude, I don't I, think I was a loser at any of those. I think I gained man. a hell of a lot of, of experience, and I'm going to take that to the next step. I can agree my, more. My story isn't done. My highlight isn't done. I don't have a, a single highlight of my career. My highlight is still happening now. Yeah, and yeah. the highlight right now is teaching these youngsters. And the, it makes and me the, so proud. No, it's awesome what you're doing. I mean, you got some stuff going on with that, Mike. What you thinking about the? No, I mean, the for sure, yeah. No, the coaching thing is 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 huge, and it it's got a special place in my heart too, because that's what I like to do. And and obviously, you started doing it as well, Derek. Right. But, um, but both of us do adults, or it's the same or, thing, or at least <laughs> double digit ages. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? We don't get too many youngsters, but every now and again we do. But for the most part, it's you're legal to drive. Most of them, you know, to have a driver's yeah. license, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Casey, 
And this is where we're going to get jump into the. I don't uh, mess with those older guys. Nah, no. And I, <laughs> I was wondering why. They're a headache. <laughs> there you go. There's your answer. They're Can't teach an old dog new tricks. Let's talk Just about kidding. Casey Cook Racing. Uh, what it really comes down to is is you working with the kids. You working with and by, by kids, I'm talking about kid carts. I'm talking about cadets. I know you start uh, working with the uh, the juniors. Uh, so we're talking about with kit carts, uh, five to seven, mm-hmm. uh, seven to uh, 12, 12-ish, 12-ish yeah. on the, uh, the, Older the, side mini, of cadet. the cadet side, right? And then, uh, yeah, 12 to yeah, 15 if they're tiny, mm-hmm. uh, right? I think on the, uh, the junior side. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just start touching that. And that's cause you honestly, cause the cadets moved up to junior. It's not like you were like aiming for junior. They just got older. Yeah. Which kind of case in point of how long you've been doing it like you said makes you real proud to get working with them i know you've been doing a ton of work with kid cart drivers who are now moving up into cadets before we start jumping in all the little uh little things that you're doing how'd you get into teaching the munchkins like i know you and i worked with each other on uh, the coaching side of things i coached you uh to a certain extent uh not like hands-on you already knew what the hell you were doing but like little things um, and a lot of it had nothing to do with driving. Um, but <laughs> I don't want to coach kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to. That's not my thing because I don't know how that, that cart works. Yeah. I do driver coaching. I don't know how the cart works. So kudos to you for, for coaching the, the kids and the cadets. How is that transition? How did you get started doing it? Right. So yeah, to what you just said, you're a huge part of it. You're a huge mentor in coaching. In the go-kart and in life, yeah, you're a huge part of that. But also, uh, before I kind of got into this, uh, Jerry Henderson, he was he was the guy. He was the one who coached all the youngsters out here, Absolutely. and he was he was a huge mentor to me as well. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with him before you know he passed, and he shed a lot of light on me. He shed, shed a lot of great wisdom and knowledge, something that I kind of. Um, yeah, you know, I, re- I really carried with me. And the first two people that I coached, the few t- the first two youngsters was Cooper Hicks and AJ Matheson. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Kid Cart. Kid wow. Cart. Now they're both if, juniors. If, and- if they're listening right now, they're in juniors, right? Jesus. Maybe they're, even driving a car, huh? They're, they're in juniors, and yes, one of them is driving a spec Miata. We've been doing coaching in that also. So that is, what, wow. five years ago. Five years ago, Cooper Hicks, A.J. Matheson, Kid Carts, then Cadets. Um, you know, there was obviously the hiatus for a little bit, but then we ramped the coaching back up, and we we're doing coaching in their junior carts. I'm doing coaching in their spec Miatas. Um, and now I've got this whole new wave of kids that I'm coaching that I started with in Kid Carts, and now they've transitioned into the Cadets. So it kind of goes back to, to watching, you know, my mentors coach and – teach me everything that I needed to know. And I just observed and I took all that in and I created my, my own passion of coaching. So now I get to, uh, pass on that knowledge to, to the youngsters now. So as of now, I've got, uh, a few cadets, you know, three or four cadets that I'm coaching. And I got about three or four kid carts that, um, that I've been coaching. And like you said, you don't know much about those go-karts or, you know, let alone, how to maybe I don't I don't want to say you don't but how to connect with the child the tech yeah I mean it, it's it's definitely the, the the tuning 
The tuning, the yeah. tuning is difficult, right? You I think you can talk a kid, to a kid? But it is, it's a different uh, no, ball no, game. Tuning, though, like, oh, man. Uh, like, kid cart, is, cadet, vastly different. I know? think it's a bigger I swing in what barely, you got to do, honestly. And I didn't yeah. know I didn't Smaller know any of it base. until I actually started embedding myself more in the kid cart game and the cadet game. I'd go talk to people that know about setups that I've got to know over the years. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm working with this kid. What kind of knowledge can you can you help me with on setup? They're fast. I feel like we're lacking a little bit on the setup of the equipment, and I think that's where my knowledge came uh, from was was their input, and so that kind of helped us take it to that next level, uh, past uh, just the coaching one on one, but also coaching with a youngster. I give so much more praise to teachers out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Everybody, each individual learns in a different pace, at a, in a different way, in, 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 in a different format. So my challenge is, is like, who am I working with? How does this kid take criticism? How does he take coaching? How does he take instruction? All different now personalities. I, everything, wow. dude. We got someone who's shy. We got someone who's very, um, very friendly. We got someone who's paying attention is super focused. Now we have somebody who's not focused. Now we have someone who's focused but loses focus out on track. And they could all end up How? being the same thing on track. Like once yeah. they get on track, like you may have a, a shy kid, or like a, you know, you know, busy bee. Yeah, and tough they get to on get course with off, and they're on the grid. Yeah, super different after it, or or that or they're completely different. So, right. um, being able to connect with these kids, it it I don't look at it as a job. I look at it as uh, I look at it as building a relationship with a friend. Um, I don't talk down to them. I'm on their level, and I think that's in terms what of need- height. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. They're catching up to me. Uh, Derek Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, um, it's it's really cool to figure out what best suits them, and to see them progress, and to see them find success, to see their faces when they come off track on a race day, to see all the hard work and effort that is put in by the kids, by the parents by me all come to fruition and find success and and find find what we were looking for it's it's awesome it's such a great feeling and i i could talk all day about this man these youngsters really put it into perspective for what is important in life to add on to that really quick i i gotta get a praise to to mike especially but also you because i mean so i run the track here at cal Street, right? i manage open practice and you know all the operation stuff but you know mike's coached both of us on how to be coaches yeah and um to see you transfer it and be able to coach these kids and whatnot but you know mike and i are always chatting about uh because i had a tough moment last year with coaching and whatnot um it's about to hang it up i'm like i did all i need to know but uh but um there really is a a tact to be able to do what what we all do and I think, especially with you and the, um, we get it a bunch in the arrive and drive community because it's all drivers within each other, right? And like you've experienced this too with your coaching here at Calcium when you're working here. Mm-hmm. But the students and especially the families because of um, the age group you're working with definitely feed off the coach. And you have the privilege to work with the, the younger guys or the younger drivers. And a lot of them are brand new to karting. So they're gauging a lot of, of how the sport is ran by you. And I definitely think you're a great influence on how the sport works, man. And yeah. and there's only there's only more business coming in because of how you are. Right. So 
praise to you yeah. on how you're Thank you're you. running this program and you're doing an awesome job. I want to keep yeah, seeing it progress. Absolutely. I'm stoked I, I, for you. I appreciate that. And you know, to that point, I'll make it you know pretty brief. Um, they're the, I'm their I'm their main source of this community because they're just coming into the game. So I want to make sure that they are going to the right person for their engine or the right person for um, their track support. I don't want them to be taken advantage of. I don't want them to go to somebody that's going to scare them away based off of budget or if they're not getting the correct service that they need. So if there's anybody out there who owns an engine shop or a, a cart shop, give them what they deserve, right? Don't take advantage of them and keep people around. It's be open, our, be open and welcome, and let's not scare these people off. Let's build this sport. It's in all of our best interests, right? Right. To so just be smart and be fair. I think uh, I think it's a win 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 for everybody, from the the driver and the support that they're giving to the shop, to the engine builder, to the track. Everybody's working together, and if everyone's prospering, then we're all we're all working together. We're all building it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well said. Well said. Uh, and kind of to that point of you, you know, getting involved with the kids and whatnot, and, and working at the the coaching gig, and you know, it's been a lot of fun to to, to see you progress uh, from the 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 kid who did indoor karting to what am I K one champion, man? Yeah, and now look at him. Look at and actually, hey, you know, he turned se- out all right. Five seconds serious. If you're doing K one, you're listening to this. There's it's, hope. It could be you. <laughs> Google hope. Casey Cook. <laughs> it won't pop up. Uh, oh, first two pages. <laughs> Never hey, Google uh, myself. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk real quick uh, about what your one of your new ventures is uh, for this summer. Uh, you're looking to do uh, the Casey Cook Racing uh, Karting Camp. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make uh, a bit of an educational program here in the summertime, where you get a chance to work with the the kid carts and the cadets. Uh, to, you know, like you said earlier, learn the basics, learn the fundamentals. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what you're thinking about trying to pull on. Uh, I know, obviously, we're in strange times. We're in weird times, but uh, the plan is to try to make this happen. I know the week of uh, 4th of July, and if, the, if that can work, that'd be brilliant. But tell me a little bit more about what you're trying to put off there. Yeah, so um, I think... We're long overdue for a cart camp over here at CalSpeed for the competition cart side. Uh, we have Los Angeles Karting Championship. We have the Tri-C Championship, some Scusa races that run out of here. And as of now, I'm just coaching with kid carts and cadets, so that's all it's going to cater to. But during the summertime, when kids are out of school, we could kind of utilize the, uh, the midweek program where we have the track exclusively for us. And we could really dig deep into the fundamentals, the racing etiquette, learning about how to execute a race day from morning warm-up all the way till the main event. Um, it's going to be roughly three days of on-track activities, classroom activities, video review, lead follow, multiple instructors, um, still in, still in the, uh, the beginning details of, of what we're going to go, you know, what we're trying to accomplish, but... Hopefully, you know, this whole thing that we got going on right now passes and we can get back to normal life and we could actually throw a, a pretty good inaugural cart camp here at CalSpeed. So at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is you're, you're basically trying to give the foundation to these, whether you've been here to, to CalSpeed or any track for that matter, but if, if you've not been as a kid car or a cadet, you get a chance to kind of see what that's going to be like. 
right. before you jump into the deep end of the pool, if you will. Or even if you've done it before, maybe you get a little bit of tips. Yeah. Maybe you've been struggling on that formation laugh. Yeah. You know? it's, Just you know, etiquette. All joking some, aside some with, with the adults are in the room, uh, some of these kick cart formation laps <laughs> from... The pit exit to the start green line. First. Right. Green yeah. first. Green first time lap. Right. There was no, no, LAKC no. season where no, no, no. the kid carts had the best warm-up and starts the whole season compared to every other Was class. it because of a certain flagger? I wonder. I was flagging and I was coaching at the same time. All right, so here we let's go. Let's go so ahead just, and talk about that. They were, for, they were aiming for Casey. Yeah. Uh, the point is. They is knew that I was going to give them crap later. What you were trying nice. to do and what we are trying to do here uh, uh, by giving you this, uh, this two cents here is – is acknowledge the fact that maybe a little bit of love needs to be given to the fundamentals to these kid carts and these cadets and given a chance to let's just start the race for starters. Yeah. Like let's just get past that. Yeah. yeah. And then once we get past that, we can go racing. We can start learning some stuff. And that's kind of what you're trying to do with this carding camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. First day, uh, probably going to touch base on just lead follow sessions, kind of dialing in a race line. Um, and then, you know, by the end of the cart camp on the last day, we're, we're running mock qualifying sessions. Learn how to throw down a green-white checkered um, combo. Try to throw out your fast lap. Um, working on practice starts. So Simple stuff. I don't want to give out too many details, but there will be more details to follow in the coming months. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for some of the kids that I haven't been able to coach yet. Um, I have so much on my plate and been so busy, and I'm only – allocated to only Sundays to work with these kids and I can only fit so many kids in on each Sunday that I've had to schedule like two months out. Um, I'd like to work with everybody, but well, our schedules kind of uh, conflict where kids are going to school. I got my nine to five. Um, this is a great opportunity to kind of come see what my program is all about and really digging deep into the fundamentals, the etiquette, and just you know, conquering racing. Well, we've been talking with Casey Cook for the last however long this episode is. Forever. And this is our very first uh, recorded episode. Big uh, big ups to, to Casey. Had a great time. Again, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a hell of a lot of fun. Casey, uh, you do the coaching thing. Uh, as you just said, you do have a 9 to 5. If someone wants to do some coaching with you, if somebody wants to do some one-on-one with their with their kid cart, their cadet, how are they going to get a hold of you? Um, so if you visit my website, caseycookracing.com, and there's a coaching section, there's a, uh, a link for my email address as well as my phone number. So go ahead and hit me up with a text. Let me know that you're interested. Give me your details. We could try to set something up or look forward to the camp in the summer. That's probably going to be the best way to reach me. Um, if you do have any questions about getting your, your kid into into carding, if they haven't been already, please use me as a source. If you need any direction on where to go, where to buy a cart, where, what track to go to, CalSpeed is going to be your best bet. Any of that, pl- uh, feel free to hit me up. Email address, phone, all on my website, caseycookracing.com. You're here on most Sundays here at Cal Speed Karting. So even if you don't do any of those things, and maybe you're out here just checking us out here at Cal Speed Karting, pop over and find the guy who's wearing the KCR action or even wearing the suit. You'll be able to yeah. find him doing uh, <laughs> doing fall leaders in the kid carts and the cadets, and just go hit him up. He'll be able to dial you in. And Casey actually spelled K-C, you know. 
Because some people try to spell the whole word. Yeah, just the letter the K, the letter C, C-O-O-K, racing.com. Pretty simple. Uh, parents didn't make it too hard for me to spell my name when I was younger. Good on them. Yep. That, that's forward thinking right there. But hey, guys, I just want to shout it out to you guys for starting this podcast, bringing me on as one of your first guests. Derek, Mike, thank you very much. Yeah, buddy. Um, I want to shout out to to everybody that's made it possible from when I started when I was 20 years old. I'm 29 now. It's been a hell of a journey. Steve Jasinski, Dwayne Lawson, Mike Smith, Derek, um, you know, friends, family, everybody that's really made it possible, you know, to this point. I wouldn't be here without you guys. That's badass, man. And Frank Baldozier, you too. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Good on you. Hey, and uh, before we let you go, one last thing is we'll call this the outro question. Maybe we can start doing this. All right. It just popped in my head. Outro question. Bring it. Highway Justice. Highway Justice. I was just thinking about this yesterday on the drive home with him. So this is awesome. So before we do that, we're going to go ahead and do a little. uh, Let's see the backstory. Little backstory on this. Highway Justice. Because Derek and I, we always follow the rules. We both experienced Casey as well. Derek and I are driving, so we both live in the same complex. All right. And we are we both work in the same complex. So you we do? Are, we literally are driving Down the street. to the same place in Rancho Cucamonga, uh-huh. and we're driving right next to each other. Like His new car is kind of fast. I was a little sketched out yeah. yesterday. Like, you know oh, why? It's because got some pep. I take it out of drive, and I put it in that manual shape. It's not the car. It's the driver. Oh, it, it's a car. Just it's laying car. knowledge down. Well, if he had taken econ off. Anyways, yeah. Point is, long story short, we're next to each other. We're effing around. We're you know, and we move through the traffic like at gentlemanly proper, proper yeah. speeds, and uh, we get ready to go to a stop. And I shoot him a little gif. You can be my wingman anytime. From Top Gun. It was Iceman saying that. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. I because I'm. Yeah. Anyways, where I'm going with this, my friend, outro question, highway justice. That is not, everything I just said is not at all what you described. You would not get that gift. (laughs) No. You would be a maverick holding goose. No, Casey. In the the water. Casey Cook is highway justice, is literally somebody who puts somebody in the fants. Probably like, Like, oh, wow, you're going to be that guy. Who does the things that everybody else is annoyed at yeah. on the on the on the streets? Yeah. Like you're coming out the you come off the freeway. You're like I'm trying to get in there. I'm trying to make this thing happen. And you're gonna go up to the freaking front, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, nope. That's that's Casey Cook. That's Highway Justice. But I want you to tell me the story, my friend. Um, well, plenty of stories actually. Give me one, just one that says but pops highway, out to you right away. Yeah. Highway Justice. If you look up Highway Justice in the it can't be. That's not in the encyclopedia. It's got to be like a Wikipedia. I know. Uh, <laughs> right, so, I know. We had a few when we were driving out here to work together. Right, oh, there's, there's, let's, let's, we're gonna do a generalization. All right. All right. Um, here we go. And I and I use this multiple times on the way to, way you know from from my house to here and back. All right. So <laughs> what happens if you no? Know, I'm just driving along and I see you cut somebody else off. I'm unhappy. I don't like it. It's stupidity. You're they not paying cut, attention. They, they didn't cut me off. No. no. Has nothing to do with me. But I'm going to move over four lanes and I'm going to get in front of you and I'm going to hit the wash. I'm going to hit the windshield wiper wash and I'm going to I'm going to clean your car. Guys, guys, guys. How and much you know does it cost happen. for windshield wiper fluid? Like maybe 3 bucks. 
So I waste the whole tank on him. He wastes the whole tank on That's him, Derek brilliant. Escobar. The whole tank. You know, he I, moves over. Meanwhile, the guy behind him is going, oh, man. He's flashing his brights at me. He tries to pull in front of me to hit me with the wash, but then he doesn't realize who he's messing with. Oh. And, and he can't get in front of me. Don't he, know who's. Elbows up. With. Elbows up nice. driving. I love he that. He can't get by me. He's trying to move through traffic. Well, Casey moves through traffic a little better, and then he gets. He ends up behind me, you know, eventually. And then I hit him with the wash the again. Be- Hold on. Let me throw some else at you. The best part of this, some of these stories. So right now, Casey, well, he has a few cars. He's high roller. He's driving oh, a no. Subaru and also his uh, transport, <laughs> He's a high roller. his cart transport, which is a Ford uh, pickup, <laughs> a newer a, one. It's a what? Ford pickup. I don't know what it yeah, is. It. It's there. A lot of the street justice was done with. A Dodge Neon. Oh, Dodge nice. Neon. Watching Ooh, the rabbit. Watching the Flexing. Neon Flex. Yep, there it is. Nah. Hold on a second. So hold on. Hold on. He would say this. He's like, watch the Neon. I would be in his passenger seat. He'd go, watch the Neon Flex. <laughs> Real life. His dad was in the passenger seat <laughs> wait, one day, and I was in the back. Wait, and his dad this? would go, watch the Neon Flex. And then they'd pull some street justice <laughs> wait, shit. What year? What year was it? Oh, that was 2012. That's because I never, ever, ever have seen the neon. He yeah. parked in the back when he got here. Embarrassed. So what you just said, though, bud, is mm-hmm. that you said that he was driving the neon. And they'd say, watch the neon flex. And he's saying, watch the neon flex. And then his dad. <laughs> his dad even said it. <laughs> is hanging out in the passenger seat. And, and when he said that, when his dad said that, I'm like, this is some real shit. They, they were about to watch this big flex. But I'll tell I you broke, what, I they did some car. moves. They made some moves that with that car. That car broke so bad. <laughs> you mean like it broke down? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or yeah, like bad brakes? No, it was head gas. Yes. For sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I don't know how what... I sold it. Oh. <laughs> Someone else's As a roller. Yeah. But uh, street justice, uh, highway justice. Um, I'm not happy with how people drive on the highway. There was once upon a time I did want to be a CHP to actually – Mm-mm. Try to make sure <laughs> this stuff wouldn't happen. Luckily, too many of your yeah. friends have already picked up that job. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are out there on the highway and you're doing some stupid shit and I see you, prepare get to get ready. your car cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> That's the justice. Hey, guys, thanks for having me hey, on. If you're listening, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for sticking around this whole time. Episode number one. We appreciate you guys hanging out on the Full Caster Podcast. We'll see you on the next one.